Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. <laughs> Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Back to the X Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the all new X Zone Broadcast Network and the Talk Star Radio Network. 1 800 610 7035 is toll free worldwide. That's 1 800 610 7035. Email xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our websites, www.xzoneradiotv.com. And you can watch and listen to the X-Zone 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days of the year at www.xzonetv.com. My guest this hour, X-Zone Nation, is the internationally best-selling author of Parenting the, Ch- the Children of Now, The Children of Now, Conversations with the Children of Now, and Pyramids of Light, the one and only Dr. Meg Blackburn-Losey. And we're going to be talking to the good doctor this hour about her new book entitled Parenting the Children of Now. This is the first book of its kind that addresses the needs of parents of special children. It teaches parents how to mine for their own truth, understanding the purpose in life, stop stop sabotaging their own and their children's lives, discover their passion, and live their truth. 
Each chapter offers insightful ideas and strategies and ends with exercises for parents to do for their own development and another set of exercises to do with their children. Joining me now from the state of Washington is Dr. Meg. And Dr. Meg, welcome to the X-Zone. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate being on the show. Hi, everyone. Uh, Dr. Meg, this book is an entirely different approach from other parenting books. Why did you write a parenting book that is mostly about parents? Well, we can't be good parents, you know, if we don't have our acts together. And there's so many misperceptions and so many different and strange ideas about how we should raise our children. What I realized was over time in working with thousands of families, is that it wasn't usually that something was wrong with the child. It was the parenting uh, issues, you know, the and how the parents saw themselves and how they thought that child reflected on them or not. And I decided to that what needed to happen was that adults, parents, you know, pretty much everybody needed a really good set of life skills. And so I set out to write this book accordingly um, because, you know, if, if we don't recognize ourselves as, really great whole and perfect beings and no one else does and we don't know how to teach it to our children you, so that was kind of the gist of it you talk about fear how does fear dictate our experiences doctor well what happens is you know we have experiences and and they may or may not go as well as we want and we get hurt somehow mm-hmm. or, or something happens and and it's traumatic for us and we bury that you know we bury the emotions we don't know how to deal with them and our fear of that happening again or something else happening um, is always in the background and we don't even realize it. it becomes a part of our self-conscious and when that happens we react um, reflexively rather than you know thoughtfully or intentionally we react out of our fears and that gets us into trouble is it the kids who are changing in this society or is it the parents or is it a mixture of both it's really both, you know, Rob. Um, kids are so much more sophisticated. Mm-hmm. They're they're so much more aware. They they can multitask like we never could. You know, there there's so much information available to them, so many perceptions available to them that they require a whole lot different uh, angle of parenting than than we did. And at the same time, parents are changing. Life is different. Um, you know, a lot of parents are working one or two jobs and a lot of hours and not home, uh, as opposed to other generations that yep. were, you know, somebody was there all the time. So there's a, there are a lot of changes going on. Doctor, you and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. Please stand by. Exonation, our very special guest this hour is Dr. Meg. We're talking about children and parenting from a very different perspective than usual. We're going to be talking to the good doctor about her new book that is entitled Parenting the Children of Now. And her website is www.spiritlight.com. That's www.spiritlight. That's L-I-T-E dot com. Dr. Meg Blackburn-Losey and I will return on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as the X-Zone continues. We're right here from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network and the Talkstar Radio Network. Don't go away. We'll be back in two minutes. My life is brilliant. My love is pure. I saw an angel of that. 
At Kroger, we believe it takes the right team to bring you the freshest produce. That's why we partner with farmers who grow only the best. And that level of teamwork means better, fresher options time and time again. Working with farmers is what it takes to be fresh for everyone. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's the big $10 sale. So mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even 10 for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. www.spiritlight.com is Dr. Meg's website. That's www.spiritlite.com. We're talking about Dr. Meg's new book, Parenting the Children of Now. Uh, Parenting of Children of Now uh, brings great awareness to some of the patterns most of us live in our lives, Doctor. Can you talk about them? Sure. Um Sure. We have two different types of patterns that we that we have and we operate from. First of all, we have what's what are the patterns that we inherit from our family. You know, families have certain behaviors and values that they pass down through generations, and those we kind of inherit. Um, you know, almost by osmosis, just from being around our families, we pick up behavioral traits and patterns and that kind of thing. The other kind are are the ones that we develop as a self-defense mechanism. You know, we become victims, and everything's everyone else's fault, or we become mm-hmm. bullies because we don't want anybody to hurt us. We, You know, we just lash out first. Um, some people become ones that are just giving all the time and, and don't get what they need because they're so busy looking for attention from everyone else. You know, there are a lot of different patterns that people will start to act from um, just based on their personalities. Dr. Meg uh, is our special guest. As I said, explanation, her website is www.spiritlight.com. Now, doctor, do we tend to take on personality traits due to our dysfunctions that we later pass on to our children? We do, you know, especially those behavioral ones I was just talking mm-hmm. about, and there, there are a lot of them in the book. Um, what happens is when our children see us react in a certain way, they learn that that's normal. And, for instance, when we're always giving and giving and giving and we don't um, replenish ourselves, we don't know how to receive, that's what our children learn. Our children learn that they get value from doing things for other people but not, you know, taking care of themselves. Um, when we are always a victim and we complain about everything, oh, everything's everyone else's fault, that's what our kids learn. And so 
you know, to me it's really important that we recognize those patterns that we're in and do something about them so that we're not, you know, we're not inherently giving them to our children without realizing it. You also say that most of us have lost our passion. Why is that, and how can we get our passion back? Yeah, you know, we've become so desensitized in our world. We have so much information coming at us so fast, mm-hmm. so many demands. The entire world is moving at light speed, practically. And we just get desensitized, and with all of that, you know, that we have to pay attention to, we lose touch with our inner selves. We lose touch with with our emotions and everything else. And what really fascinates me, Rob, is that what I realize is that people have started to re- to look at passion as an achievement. One of the things, one of the two most asked questions that I get is, how do I find my passion? Well, the truth is that our passion is everything that we love. You know, it's not an, it's not an activity to perform or to learn. We already do that. We just don't remember that connection. So, you know, I I tell people that passion is love and action. Once we can remember how to get it back into that heart space, it's real easy to, you know, find our passion about a lot of things. That's a cool saying. Passion is a love. What did you just say? Geez, I I thought it was so great. I just (laughs) passion is love and action. That's it. Thank you. Um, In parenting the children of now, you talk about becoming authentic. You know, parents seem to at times uh, lose their ability to be authentic with their kids. And I was wondering if you can explain uh, what you mean by that. Aren't aren't parents authentic without, I mean, aren't, aren't they parents authentic with their children? You know, we really mean to be, but the truth is we lie to ourselves constantly. You know, we think we have to look a certain way to fit a certain circumstance. We think we have to act a certain way to be around certain people and another way around other mm-hmm. people. That's not authentic. That's play acting. Okay? What I'm talking about is who are we and what do we mean to be really? You know, and when we can start to be authentic with ourselves and tell ourselves the truth, you know, we talk about our jobs. Oh, you know, I'm doing a great job at work when, in fact, you hate your work and you're just showing up because you have to. You know, that's not authentic. That's just that's just doing what you got to do. <laughs> and yeah. so when we can begin to start realizing whether or not we are truly happy, whether or not we really, you know, are, are in a good mm-hmm. relationship or a good job or, or those kind of things, and we stop pretending just because we want to fit in and we start acting from our authentic self, in other words, just being who we are, we find that, you know, some of the people we're around just really don't fit us, and that's why we're not comfortable. Or, um, you know, uh, conversely, when we start to be authentic, we attract people that are like-minded and are authentic back with us. So it really makes a lot of difference. In turn, when we, you know, when, when we're communicating to our children, if we just give them those stock, quote, adult answers and don't tell them the truth, then they know we're not authentic, and they learn dishonesty from us. And I see it every day. You know, so um, what we need to do is teach our kids to discern from their perspective, not what they think everybody else wants. And, and that way they learn to use their own discernment, their own, their own self-judgment as far as decision-making and that kind of thing. Tell me, how hard is the availability of instant news, instant communication? How hard is that not only on the kids but parents in today's society? I think 
it's harder on parents than it is on kids. <laughs> you know, kids are so adaptable, and they've learned to multitask. You know, they're, they're called ADD and ADHD mm-hmm. and all these other bipolar and God knows what else and, and, and everything else. And it's just because they've learned how to adapt to the environment with that much, you know, coming at them. They've learned to absorb information differently. We don't know how, so we get more stressed, I think, than the kids do. So they're all right. We're the problem. Uh, that's what I. That's my opinion. Mm. Uh, tell me, why should parents be open to change? Oh man, we resist change so much. We don't like to get out of our comfort zone. You know, if if somebody says to us, "You have to do this a different way now," the first thing we do is resist because mm-hmm. we don't want to learn something else. We don't want to do something a different way. You know, and when we are when we are resistant to change, we get stuck. We, we form habits, our world gets very small, and that's all we do as long as we're in our comfort zone. When we get out of our comfort zone, it, you know, that's, that's scary for people. But, but the reason that I brought that point up in the book is because often we are living in what I call comfortable discomfort. Even though it's not the way we want our life, we make it okay because it's predictable. And so my philosophy is stretch that comfort zone, get out of the predictable life pattern, and, you know, reach out and and do things differently, allow things to change, make changes that are of a positive nature so that you are happy. But what does it tell a a child if if a parent keeps on changing? You know, if, if something doesn't work right, change something doesn't work right change or something doesn't work right change <laughs> okay that's not what i'm talking about that that's somebody that's not willing to commit and okay. i'm not talking about that you know um the thing to do is is to do what's true inside of you as a parent don't worry about what the school system says don't worry about what you know everybody else says what or what somebody else is doing in their family what does your child need it's your child and the point is, give your child the best of your ability, what you know they need. And if you don't know how, or you don't know what you know what to do, you know there are always avenues that can be explored around that. But be consistent. You know that that changing your mind all the time gives a child a definite message that, gee, you can you can flop around all you want looking for the right answer, and you never have to commit to anything. How do our relationships in general affect our children, Doctor? We, boy, you know, our relationships, believe it or not, affect our kids tremendously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how many of us get into relationships that we wish later we hadn't, done, we hadn't gotten into? You know, and, or um, someone is abusive to us, and rather than speak up, we just take it because it's easier than the argument. You know, all of those things that we do in our relationships you know, they affect our kids. Our kids form their relationships based on the example that we give them. So it's really, really important as adults to have healthy, you know, whole whole healthy relationships that are positive, not a constant struggle. You talk about having the kind of reality that we want. How do we do that? <laughs> you, you've got First me baffled. First of all, by knowing that we have a choice. You know, we think that we're stuck and that what we see and what we get is all there is. And um, I say that's not true. 
And we can create the kind of reality we want, first of all, by believing that we already have. And, and second of all, instead of getting caught up in the process, uh, getting, you know, focusing on the outcome, seeing or, and feeling how we will feel when we get there, when we've met that reality, how it's going to feel for us. And then what happens is doors start to open, you know, in any given moment that take us to the reality that we've imagined. And it can happen with anything. You know, we can create anything we want. It's kind of like having an imagining of something that we want to be different. And kind of, it's like throwing a ball. We let go of it. We send it out there. We know it's done. We know it's true. So it's it's really about having faith as well, you know. And then um, it, that reality will create itself uh, sooner and sooner the better we get at it. But usually when we throw a ball, we're throwing it at someone else so we know exactly where that ball is going. <laughs> well, it's I think of it as energy, you know, and it, it's kind of like when people say a prayer, where does that prayer go? How does it get there? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, our imaginings work similarly. You know, we as long as we let go of them, what happens is when we try to create something, we, we hold on to it, I want it to happen, I want it to happen. And what happens is that all gets compressed. Uh, the, our, our actual desire gets compressed as energy, and it doesn't move, and therefore it doesn't create itself. But if we can let go of it and know that we've actually done this by, by imagining it, and then it's a whole different thing, and it really happens very easily. Dr. Meg uh, Blackburn Losey is our special guest. www.spiritlight and light is spelled L I T E dot com is my special guest. We'll be back on the other side of the news as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, right here on the all new Exxon Broadcast Network and Talkstar. I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors. About bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. My name is Michael Telstar, Canada's leading mentalist from Toronto, Ontario. Hi, my name is Splenza, and you're listening to my dad, Rob McConnell, on the XM. This is Psychic Dorothy from St. Catharines, and you're listening to Rob McConnell. Hello, my name is Holly Reeves, an astrologer from astro for You, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Welcome to The X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell.
1-800-610-7035 is toll-free worldwide. That's 1-800-610-7035. My name is Rob McConnell, and this is the Exxon on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network and Talkstar. Our website's www.xzoneradiotv.com. And if you'd like to watch and listen 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365, that's days of the year for some of you who may have thought, what the hell is 365? That's days in the year www.xzonetv.com. My special guest of this hour, Exxon Nation, is Dr. Meg Blackburn-Losey, the author of Parenting the Children of Now, Conversations with Children of Now, the international bestseller, The Children of Now, and let me see, Crystalline Children, Indigo Children, Star Kids, Angels on Earth, and the Phenomenon of Transitional Children, Pyramids of Light, Awakening to Multidimensional Reality, and online messages. She is also a contributor to the Mystery of 2012 Anthology. And she is a regular columnist in Kinetics Magazine and a contributor to numerous other publications. And Dr. Meg is with us this hour, www.spiritlight.com. That's www.spiritlite.com. Dr. Meg, how would you sum up the messages and parenting the children of now? It's just about being unafraid, being authentic, being open to possibilities other than what we've been taught, and being okay about stepping forward just the way we are without having to fit anybody's mold. And when we learn that as adults, then our children learn to be well-adjusted human beings without a lot of the baggage that we carry around. I was wondering if you could uh, give us a little bit of an insight into some of the other books you've written. For example, I'm looking at uh, Crystalline Children and Indigo Children. Uh, What's the difference between the the two, between a crystalline and an indigo child? Sure, we talked about, I talked about those in the children of now. And uh, the indigo children were the first kids that really came along that were noticeably different in, in their perceptions, their attitudes, that kind of thing. And they're mostly in their late 20s and even into their mid-30s by now. The um, crystalline children started coming in around 1997 or 98 and are still coming in. You know, they're still being born even now. Um, And the reason that the indigo children were called that is because a woman who had something called synesthesia, which is where your senses kind of... um, interpret things differently than most people. I have it as well. Um, she was able to see their the kids' energy fields, and they were literally um, indigo blue, just solid blue energy fields, which is unusual. Energy fields usually uh, are a multitude of colors that change constantly. And so she coined the term indigo children. Um, then as the, the crystalline kids came in, the reason that I call them that is because their energy fields that first started, they looked like um, jewel-toned spectrums of color, deep forest green, indigo blue, you know, deep gold, burgundy red, like that. And then as the years have, have moved forward, those energy fields have been lightening up, which is why there are a lot of terms, you know, rainbow kids, crystalline kids, a lot of different other ones uh, also. And that's because their fields are constantly changing. They're changing in re- in uh, response to 
the energies that are happening in our world on, on at any given moment. And what's happening is that the energies are refining, and so the the kids' energy fields are re, refining as well. Um, the indigo kids are really more like paradigm busters. They just they they have no patience for following rules that are for other people's convenience. They would step up and say, look, that may be true for you, but it's not for me, so I'm not doing it. Well, you know, it kind of sounds like the kid may have an attitude problem. doesn't mean he's special. It wasn't really like that. They, hmm. they didn't do it so much with an attitude. Just as a matter of fact, you know, um, they saw things differently. And so they challenged the way that, um, you know, people did things. They're very artful people, very musically oriented, very, very loving people as a role. They're, um, they just, they just started to challenge basically a curriculum that's over a hundred years old that doesn't work anymore. But isn't you know? isn't, isn't that what other members of society were doing and still are doing? That doesn't make them any special. It doesn't make them an indigo child or a crystalline child. Well, there's more to it than that. I, I'm not an expert so much on the indigos. They came okay. in earlier, and I didn't work with too many of them. Um, the crystalline kids are a whole other story, though. They are intuitively gifted. They they know what people are thinking a lot of the time. They know how people are feeling. They know what they really mean, even if somebody tells them something that's not true. Um, they have a natural command of, of subtle energies. They are often known to touch people with their hands and people feel better, hmm. uh, you know, if it can hurt, that kind of thing. Um, they can, uh, they'll tell you that they're here because we've forgotten how to treat each other as human beings and that we don't really remember what love is about. Um, the crystalline kids often will, will remember past lives. They'll tell you what it's like before they're born, before they become uh, become before they enter into their human bodies, you know, in their um, in their mother's womb, um, they're just fascinating, fascinating children. You can look at their in their eyes, and you can just tell those are very old souls coming in. Um, they're they're a lot more noticeable in their abilities than the indigo were. How do they score on testing compared to regular kids? Uh, are they that? Do they have a higher IQ? Uh, a lot of them do. Um, and I don't know any stats to tell you, um, but part of the problem is getting them to sit still long enough to to um, take some of those tests because they they get information not only with their five senses, but they're what I call sentient. They literally absorb information with their whole body. So um, they're they're constantly aware where, you know, instead of doing things in a linear way, they do things more, um, you know, what I would say holographically, for lack of a better term. What, what, is, what is a star kid? Star kids are similar to the crystalline kids, only they're, they're somewhat different. Um, the star kids are more interested in the planet and more interested in technologies. They're like, even as little kids, like to invent things and talk about ways that we can help our planet and why we're, why we're hurting our planet and why some of the things we're doing are so, you know, wasteful or damaging to the planet. And um, they're very interested in the technologies um, to change those things. Where the crystallines are more interested in, in uh, people and, and emotions and that kind of thing. They're more etherically oriented, more you know, existentially oriented, where the 
the star kids are more technologically and earth oriented. Are the children who are being born today being pre-programmed for a certain, uh, for a special job, a special mission? I wouldn't say they're pre-programmed. I'd say they're more open. Um, they're they're very open and and perceptive and and willing to take on challenges, um, even ones that adults would think would be big for them. You know, a lot of the kids, like the, the a lot of the crystalline kids, are doing social uh, social awareness that's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, in France, a couple of years ago. Um, there was a group called the, the Children of Quixote, and one 10-year-old, uh, one of the earlier crystalline kids started this. He got upset because there were too many homeless people in his village, and he protested by um, pitching a red tent by the river. And before it was all said and done, children all over this, all over the country pitched. This is online. I'm not making it up. Mm-hmm. Um pitched red tents all over the company or the country, thousands of them, um, in response to the call of this one child. Um, there was another child on the news recently in the U.S. who wouldn't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance in his class, and he was on one of our regular talk shows, and they said, why won't you? And he said, because there's not liberty and justice for all, and until there is, I'm not standing. And that's typical of the of the crystalline kids. You're going to see more and more of this as, as they get older. But isn't that showing a, a a great lack of respect? And how can no. we condone what he's doing? I, I think it's totally wrong in that if the kid doesn't stand for the oath of allegiance, kick the little guy out of school. It's that simple. <laughs> well, he had specific instances that he cited, um, and you can do a search on it, I'm mm-hmm. sure, and find the whole story. Sure. But he had specific instances. In, in his case... And and he doesn't come from a family like this, but he he was aware of the whole gay marriage situation, um, the the legal challenges that are going on in this country, and he just and he said, well, people like that, if that you know that's their choice, and he made a, a decision of his own. Um, very brilliant child, and there were some other things that he cited, other other social inequalities mm-hmm. that he cited. And that's why he refused to do it. He was just making his point. And so I don't think he's a smart aleck kid. I think he's aware and that he's not willing to be what I, what I call a sheeple, people that just follow everything and never challenge anything. But there are, you know, there, there, cool. there are right ways to do things and there are wrong ways to do things. And being disrespectful to your country and to your flag, to me, is... It is wasn't a, about that. Well, it if he, if he didn't stand, all. you can mask it any way you want it. The guy didn't stand up, and he's being made out to be a hero because he justified his ignorance and his blatant lack of respect. And we're saying, that's okay, because look, Actually, he's... Actually, he wasn't. He was thrown out of school. Good. <laughs> Good. As well, you he know, should But be. it wasn't about the country. It was about what he was being made to say and that it didn't apply to everyone in his country, and that bothered him. But there's a right way of doing things and a wrong way of doing things. And what would you say would have been the right way to do that as a 10-year-old child? Well, Who's going to listen? Well, you certainly, well, look what happened with his way. He got kicked out of school. So his well, way his way, his, his way, was no better than, than any, anybody else's way. What I'm saying, Doctor, is that just because we are saying that there are these, the, these children who, 
who are taking a different approach because of the technological advances that we, the older folks in this, in this society, are allowing them to have access to, and we're giving them way too many freedoms, th- that they think that they can do what they want because they are different. I'm saying, look, there's a right way and a wrong way of doing things. If you disagree with something, then follow the set procedures and rectifying it. You don't stand up and you don't uh, sit, I should say that, you, you don't sit down and become disrespectful because you want to prove your point. Talk about it. Write well, about it. Use I, the- in all respect to you, what you're stating is the general society's view of these children, and that's why I'm advocating for them, because sometimes the established ways aren't good enough. You know, and sometimes the established ways become blind to to change and difference because we get so stuck in them. And sometimes the only and always actually the only time we ever change is if somebody stirs things up so we notice that we need to. But don't you wouldn't you agree that a child who takes a stand like this is 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 disrespectful or are you do you condone action that is against the grain i wasn't there to see how he went about it i only know what he did do you so condone what I he did i can't really fairly answer that do you condone what he did yes i do why i i condone the fact that a child of 10 years old stood up and stated his truth mm-hmm. even though it didn't fit everyone else's it wasn't about his country. It was about the words he was saying okay. that weren't true. And he made that very clear in the interview, by the way. He said it wasn't about his country. It was about the words that, you know, that that were being said in the pledge. And, you know, I had to agree with his logic. Tell me, Doctor. Oh, and by the way, he wants he wants to be a lawyer when he grows up. <laughs> your, your advocacy for children, where does it come from? my heart and having worked with thousands of of Mm -hmm. families children adults and seeing these trends and seeing what works what doesn't work you know they these these children are very sensitive they're very gifted and uh, you know what what you and i are debating is one very strong example of social consciousness you know that's been demonstrated by these kids there are a lot of other you know things that they do that aren't quite so i don't know i i am from the old school children are there to be seen not to be heard we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as the we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as the exxon continues live and around the world from our studios in hamilton ontario canada right here on the all new exxon broadcast Network and www.exoneradiotv.com. My name's Rob McConnell. We'll be back. Don't go away. I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. 
Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors. About bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. One eight hundred six ten seven zero three five is toll free throughout the world. Jeez, imagine that—a worldwide toll free number at one eight hundred six ten seven zero three five. Email xzone at xzoneradiotv.com on MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com, and our website www.xzoneradiotv.com. Doctor Meg Blackburn Losey is our special guest. www.spiritlight.com. Dot com. First of all, Doc, it's been great having you with us. I love disagreeing with people who love to disagree with me. This is, you know, and and basically, I guess this is what the kids are doing. They're saying it's all right to disagree. It's all right to uh-huh. stand up and say who you are. Yeah, I'm not advocating yeah. kids running amok and not obeying the rules and that kind of thing. You know, we have to have rules in society sure. for things to work. What I'm saying is they need to know who they are. They need to be really strong and square and okay with that. And they need to feel safe to express themselves. You know, how many of us adults sat in school and never said a word and all these things crossed our minds? I I can remember raising my hand. You know, I was in Catholic school, and I said, how do you know that's true? And they said, because it said so. And that wasn't good enough. I wanted answers, you know, and nobody had them. And I remember resenting that, and you know, and I never did or said anything about it, and it bothered me. And and now I don't care, you know. I I did things my way, and it's okay. But what I'm saying is, is these kids are really aware. Yeah. They're really conscious of what's going on, you know. I can give you a whole bunch of examples of kids, you know, that aren't as as off the wall as that one. Um, you know, one kid started a food drive for his whole school because he noticed um, people in the lunchroom didn't have the same kind of lunch he did. Mm-hmm. Um, my own granddaughter's one of these kids, and she, her aunt has pancreatic cancer on her, the other side of the family. She started making bracelets and selling them to raise money for pancreatic cancer because she saw a need. So, you know, these are the kind of social outspeaks I'm talking about. But, but isn't, that, um, isn't that because they have seen our generation changing? That they're just picking up on the changes that we've started. That they they haven't come up with anything new. We came up with the telethons. We came up with the bottle drives. We came up with the paper drives. Not these kids who are being born now. All they're doing is carrying on, except at a younger age, like Boy Scouts, Cubs, Girl Guides, Brownies. They do this all the time. I wouldn't say that's true because they're speaking out at all ages. They're acting on it. You know, when we were kids. We never did anything like that. Oh, I we did. Never did. I did. And they're, well, you're one of what I call a bridge generation. I'm one of what I call a bridge generation. You know, people that 
that stepped into a different way of being because we could and we knew that what we were doing wasn't working because we were given the opportunity because we were given the opportunity based on our surroundings oh yes i disagree with you doctor because i know many (laughs) kids well back when uh, when i was a kid we did bottle drives we did paper drives we sold calendars to help uh, the uh, the underprivileged we sold uh, we sold uh, gift cards and who and organized that kids kids did okay well kids that's did. that's good that's unusual because that's not the way most kids and did. yet that was the norm back where i came from like the, what you're telling me here is nothing you know nothing sensationalistic i don't see anything that is totally different than what kids were doing back then. You need to hang around with me and meet some of these kids. You would be absolutely amazed at them. I, I mean, they'll I look them. at you and know if you're telling the truth or not. You know, they'll, they'll tell you what's in your heart. They'll, they know. They just know Doctor, I hate to do this, but we've run out of time. Them. We've just run out of time for tonight. Thanks very much for being with us. Meg, we'll have you back on because I want to continue this conversation with you. www.spiritlight.com I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors. About bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations.